Subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network. Y'all ready for this? This is the Gimme the Hogs Chuck Podcast presented by Weikert Realtors, the Griffin Company. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. He is a loathsome, offensive brute, yet I can't look away. This is the business we've chosen. This is like catching a big brown trout on the White River. I've always wanted this. Give me the hogs, Chuck. Well, basketball takes center stage as we move into the weekend on the Give Me the Hogs, Chuck podcast presented by Wanker Realtors, the Griffin Company, and brought to you in part by the Bet Saracen app. I know there's a football game on Monday night. I'm looking forward to it. But basketball, really, they get the spotlight now. And all 14 SEC teams are going to be in action this weekend. That includes the Razorbacks and the Auburn Tigers, who will play at 1 o'clock tomorrow afternoon at Bud Walton Arena. We're going to talk about that as we move through the podcast today. We will also talk, as we do each and every Friday, with a legend, the Razorback legend, Matt Jones. I want to get his thoughts on bowl season and Michael Penix Jr., the quarterback for the Washington Huskies. They're going to take on Michigan for the national championship on Monday night. I want to talk some football with number nine during the course of the podcast today. But basketball certainly is going to be the dominant point of discussion for Razorback fans, at least for the foreseeable future. I do wonder how the emergence of Manifield, as we were talking a little bit earlier, I do wonder how that's going to affect this team. But I'm going to tell you, Auburn, you know, Janai Broom, uh, six double-doubles this year. Um, you know, must talk this week about how, you know, when they take Broom out, they substitute with a center. You know, Broom's 6'10", and the guy that comes in, I think Cardwell's like 6'8 or 6'9". You know, when they substitute for their four guy, they bring in a guy that's a four guy. In other words, they're substituting position for position. And sometimes they get better when those guys come in off the bench. And so it's going to be an interesting matchup. And Arkansas does not have the luxury of stumbling out of the gate. You've seen the rankings. You've seen the net rankings. And I think if you pay attention to it at all, you know Arkansas has got to win some games. And you don't have the luxury of stumbling out of the starting gates in SEC play because it's not going to get any easier necessarily after this game. You've got to go to Georgia. You've got to go to Florida. You come home, you play Texas A&M. You're going to play Ole Miss in that stretch. Kentucky, all before the month is over. So there's a lot that's going to happen in a short amount of time. And they've got to play well tomorrow. And uh, we'll talk some about that with Matt when we get to him in just a minute. Hey, it's a new year, and I want to talk to those of you who may find yourself in the real estate market. A new year may bring a downsize. It may bring a move up. may bring a transfer. Whatever your situation, Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company, is the name you need to remember. Hopefully, you are in a situation where, man, you want a better house. Well, there's a lot of them out there right now. And you may be in a position where the kids are gone, and you want to downsize a little bit. Uh, They've got you covered there as well. I know we read all kinds of things about what the housing market's going to do in 2024. Now more than ever, you want to partner with someone who understands exactly what they're talking about when they advise you. There's a lot of money on the table, and it is volatile. 
depending upon where you live. At least there's the appearance of that. They can navigate you through all of this at Weikert Realtors, the Griffin Company. It's an important time to have the most knowledgeable, most well-trained agent on your side. That's what you're going to get with Weikert Realtors, the Griffin Company. Now, they've got an office in Fayetteville. They're in Springdale, Bentonville, Fort Smith. They're in Branson, Missouri. And you can always log on to WeikerGriffin.com. Matt Jones coming up. Chuck, 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 man, I tell you what, I'd rather listen to you and watch the game at the same time. That way there I get some good commentary. Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use our promo code BELIEVE. That's B-L-E-A-V for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. All right, as we welcome you back to the Gimme the Honks Chuck podcast, Razorback legend Matt Jones joins us as he always does on Fridays. We move toward the weekend. Matt, I feel like that maybe I've just missed out all season long by not watching more of Michael Penix Jr. and the Washington Huskies. First off, I hope you're doing well. Happy New Year. And what would you think of that guy? Happy New Year, Chuck. Uh, what great theater were, were, were those two games? I mean, just absolutely phenomenal. Um, yeah, to, for, for Michael Penix Jr., it must be nice to get a six-year. And uh, I, I've always thought this transfer portal, warp zone, transfer window, whatever you want to call it, uh, would benefit the college quarterback the most. That you, you see these guys that aren't quite able to go play at this next level based on arm strength. You see the guys that got drafted in the first round. Anthony Richardson played eight games. It's because he can he has the cannon for an arm. You know, Will Levitt's the same thing. Is you got to have that arm strength. I don't know if he has it uh, to go to the next level, but he can be an All American quarterback. And those two receivers he got. I, I was talking to my dad, uh, you know, old football coach and. We, we were talking about how, how tough it is when you have a couple of receivers because it's, it, it's, it, <clears throat> it's an extension of the run game. When they throw the ball out there that quick, you're making the D-back tackle. Those D-backs don't like to tackle, Chuck. I mean, you, you might get a Ken Hamlin or a Steve Atwater safety that, that likes to, but for the most part, they, they want to kind of push you out of bounds. And, right, and, and those receivers from Washington, they, they make you tackle. I was really impressed with them. In fact, As I'm sitting here looking at Monday night, I'm trying to figure out a way Michigan's going to be able to score enough points to win. I know Michigan's defense is very good, but Washington, I would think, is going to put some points on the board. The thing, the thing about Michigan is that front seven. I thought Florida State's front seven when they played LSU, they they were so so good, and 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 we all see they they had a lot of opt outs. Georgia, you know, you can go down the list, but Michigan's front seven is just phenomenal. Um, but but Washington, their their offensive line that that's the matchup, and it's so cliche, but it is going to be can they? It, the thing that that struck me, Texas never made Michael Penix uncomfortable, and that's what Michigan is going to have to do, and I think they will be able to do that a little bit 
Uh, but he was able to get on his spot. He was able to make his throws. Uh, he, he took over the game there in the third quarter. Michigan's going to run the ball. Uh, they're going to make it a middle drill. That's what I thought Alabama should have done. They, they got away from who they are. It's like they tried to outthink the room. It's like run the ball and run it again uh, if you're Alabama. Why, why, why are we doing this? But then again, you have 18 bad snaps. It's, it's hard to win a, get, uh, a game with that, that many unforced errors. But, but Michigan's going to attack downhill. They're going to be the more physical team. Uh, I, I don't know. What, what do you think? 31? First, first team to 31 probably wins that game? Well, I would think so, and I don't know that Michigan can get there. That's the reason I say I'm trying to figure out a way that Michigan's going to score enough points to just outgun Washington because I don't think they're going to be able to keep Washington off the scoreboard. Hey, I want to go back to what you were talking about there with Alabama. Um, You know, the bad snaps to me were the overriding time and time again for Alabama in that game. In fact, from what I read, from what I understand, even on that final play, there was actually an RPO called. But because of the bad snap, Milrow basically bailed out and took off. I ask you because you've played that position and you've taken that that snap. When you have to take your eyes off the field of play, what's in front of you, when you have to divert your eyes even for a second, what does that do to the play? That really does mess it all up. And and the thing that starts with the center, Chuck, is and Coach Nutt was really good about this. Coach Nutt could go down there with one hand and, and take a snap and be like, you know, if he saw a quarterback that, that bobbled two snaps or whatever, he's like, hey, man, how, this is how easy it is. The thing you have to remember, the ball is the most precious thing out there, and the center was getting ahead of himself. He's he's moving. He's either he's either doing a combo block or sliding some way, so he's, he's worried about his feet. He's worried about getting out of the way because where they were pulling a, a – other a guard and a tight end, I'd have to see the play again. So he's worried, but you can't. It doesn't matter if you don't worry about that snap first. It's the most important thing. Everything else starts to starts to falter. And you're you're exactly right. Whenever it's a bad snap, uh, you have to make the best of what you got. And and Milrow to 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 his you know his credit, they ran that play a couple times. That little quarterback counter. Uh, it's like a it's it's either a counter or a power. They're kicking out. And when you have the bad snap, it just everything gets thrown off. Even the launch, the, even the launching angle, the the landing point where the defense sees the ball, they take different different steps, and, and the 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 offense isn't prepared for it. And it was a bad look. It, it just uh, week fourteen, Chuck. That's just there's really no excuses for for that late in the year to have that many bad snaps. All right, bowl season in general. Forget the playoff. Is this thing broken beyond repair? Because next year there's going to be a twelve team playoff, and I wonder. If by the time we get there, that's not the only thing people are going to be paying attention to. Well, you know, we have to redefine what, what college football is and what, what the, the, the college football postseason is, the exhibition. Uh, yeah, you have the playoff 12. Uh, but the other games, it's it's really like a, a bona fide, a, a glorified uh, spring football game early. What, what you're doing is you're looking to see what talent we have, who who do we got out there that's going to play, who who's trying to play for for starting positions. But and it's a standalone game. It it really is. Um, I'm all for it, Chuck. You know me. I, I want to compete. I want to play games. I, I'm I'm all. Hey, if, if there's a game, let's 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 go play. And and it gives a, a chance. You, you know, you you look at a team. Um, like like Virginia Tech, uh, I'm trying to think. They played James Madison. They played a smaller level team, and and you think, you know what? Virginia Tech's last four years of recruiting classes should be better 
than than this group. And so let's see who we got. And so I think you just got to redefine it, look at it, and say this is what we're doing. Where it's it's like, hey, do we have a quarterback we like next year? Do we have some some pieces? And then who do we need to go get in the portal? Uh, so yeah, it it is totally just a a standalone game, but it's a reward. It's it's supposed to be a reward for for a job well done. And, and I think some of these kids. They, they, you know, I don't know if they read their press, press clippings and, and think they're better than what they are, but there's not all these people are getting drafted. You know, there, there's only a handful of guys that are getting drafted and going to play. I would play, man. Go, go play. If you're not a first round pick, go play with your brothers. Go have fun. Go out there and compete. They're the, they're the best days of your life because there's no, there's no other thing in your life are you going to do that you're in a college football locker room like that. You know, for most of these kids, go out there and enjoy it. I mean, you, you've been putting in the time uh, your entire life. Basketball tomorrow, Arkansas and Auburn. Uh, the Tigers are ranked 25th in the country. You've, you've watched the Razorbacks. You've seen them now with Menifield on the floor and the change that that's brought. I mean, what, what's your thought heading into conference play? Chuck, I'm excited to, to see what Coach Must does. I, I, I think if, if they can finish in the top four, Coach Must should be SEC Coach of the Year. Uh, we, we are a little smaller on the outside, but, but we have some strength. We, we, have, uh, we have some veteran players that have seen a lot uh we, we i i think they'll figure it out my my guess right now with, with what i've seen uh i got them going uh seven and two at home and two and seven on the road i know last year they went eight and ten so it actually would be an improvement on on last year's regular season i got them at nine and nine uh that that'd be tough to get in the tournament but but you have to think that with with what Mus is what he's done since he's been here and even at Nevada and how he goes about it, that that they're gonna figure it out and, and, and they'll go on a run and, and they'll run four, five, seven games off in a row. Matt Jones, I'm glad you're around. It's fun to talk to you as always and uh, we'll do it again next week, okay? Chuck, always a pleasure and and happy new year, Chuck. Matt Jones, as he always does, joining us on our Friday edition of the Give Me the Hogs Chuck podcast. We're presented by Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company. You heard me talk about them a little bit earlier. We're brought to you in part by the Bet Saracen app, and it is going to be a busy weekend at the Bet Saracen app, I'm sure. You've got SEC basketball tomorrow. You've got college basketball all over the country tomorrow. You've got the NBA. You've got the NFL on Sunday. Then you've got that national championship football game on Monday night. By the way, I see where Michigan is listed as a five-point favorite, according to the Bad Saracen app. I think it's going to be a great game. If you've not downloaded the Bad Saracen app, you're missing out. When you do, you'll find out very quickly why it is Arkansas's favorite sports betting app. Uh, it's Vegas, Arkansas style. You're going to have an opportunity to, to bet on the Razorback games, bet on the Razorback players, in-game bets, exotic bets, parlays, money line. It's all there. And when you download it, there's going to be a how-to-play video. They'll get you ready to go. You can be set for this weekend at the Bet Saracen app. All right, SEC basketball. This is what the schedule looks like tomorrow. Mississippi State and South Carolina are going to play at 11 o'clock in the morning on CBS. South Carolina is off to a very good start. Mississippi State's been ranked. So uh, that ought to be a good game. Kentucky and Florida play at 1130 on ESPN. That one's in Gainesville. Hogs are going to play in Gainesville a week from tomorrow. In the meantime, they will play Georgia in Athens. That's on Wednesday. Georgia's at Mizzou at noon tomorrow on the SEC Network. There are a lot of games on the SEC Network. Georgia and Mizzou first at noon. 
The Razorbacks and Auburn are going to be on the deuce. If you're going to watch it, it's going to be on ESPN2. But then the SEC Network games uh, dominate the rest of the day. Alabama plays at Vanderbilt at 2.30. Ole Miss and Tennessee. On paper, anyway, best game of the day. 22nd ranked and unbeaten Ole Miss at 5th ranked Tennessee, 5 o'clock on the SEC Network. And then at 7.30 to wrap it all up tomorrow night, Texas A&M at home against LSU. And then Monday night, Monday night, football. We got Washington and Michigan. So all that's out there. The NFL's coming up on Sunday. It's going to be cold, maybe a little bit of uh, bad weather from what I hear during the course of the day today. We'll see how it all plays out. Hope you have a great weekend. We'll reconvene on Monday. Until then, thanks for listening. Give me the hogs, Chuck. Subscribe to the Give Me the Hogs, Chuck podcast. Go to hitthatline.com or search Hit That Line wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't forget to rate, review, and share. This podcast has been presented by Bet Online. This podcast is an exclusive property of Pearson Broadcasting. It may not be copied, reproduced, modified, published, uploaded, reposted, transmitted, or distributed in any way without Pearson Broadcasting's prior written consent. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.